Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine Kreiss, confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 118. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the things that you might be doing in your relationships that is adding to your self-esteem being low. This might sound silly when I first say it, but stick with me. It's going to all make sense at the end. If you find yourself fighting for your right to be respected, heard, validated, for your feelings to matter, it's time to stop. This might feel like you're standing up for yourself. It might feel like you're taking a really great step towards healthier self-esteem. Unfortunately, that's not what's really happening if you're finding yourself in these situations. It's actually having the opposite effect. Imagine you're sitting at home with your partner and you want to go hang out with your friends and you're going to do something sweet and innocent and you're not going to be out late and you and your partner don't have any other plans. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to go do this. And your partner is asking you a bunch of questions. Well, why do you have to go right now? Well, why do you have to go with them? Why can't you just stay here and hang out with me? I don't have anybody to hang out with. What am I supposed to do? Isn't hanging out with me good enough for you? And you find yourself having to answer these questions, explain why you need this, why it's important, why this activity doesn't take away from your relationship. This may feel like you're meeting one of their needs. It may feel like you're standing up for yourself and defending what you want. However, none of that is happening. Because you're having to explain and defend and argue your point, What's really happening is the value of you being able to hang out with your friends is no longer determined on whether or not you need it, but whether or not they agree that this is valuable and necessary and a good way to spend your time. They get to decide if you're being selfish or mean or inconsiderate. Suddenly, you are at the mercy of what they think and say about you. Your self-esteem is no longer dependent on your view of you, it's dependent on their view of you. Anytime you allow a conversation to get to the point where you're explaining to somebody why it's okay that you're feeling what you're feeling, why it's valid that you need what you need, why they should care, why they should help you, anytime you're having this conversation, your self-esteem has already lost. You have already lost. Now, I know getting into these conversations can feel really tricky. You can feel wrapped up in it so quick and not even realize you got there. So I want you to take a moment right now and consider some of these conversations that you've had that have gone like this. When you've tried to say, can you help me? I need you to listen to me, whatever the case may be. And the response was, well, why can't you do that on your own? I don't get why this is such a big deal to you. Consider these conversations and ask yourself, how often did they end well? And how often, even if you got what you wanted at the end, did it leave you not feeling great? 
Now, this is not to say that somebody cannot ask questions. There is a difference between a question to understand and a question to undermine. A question to understand sounds more like this. Honey, I really need some help with the kids today. Okay, what do you need me to do? I need you to give them baths while I get dinner started. Great, I'm on top of it. And then later, maybe after the kids have gone to bed, the question can be asked, Honey, what wore you out so bad today? That's a question to understand. Another example might be, I'm feeling so alone today. Okay, I hear you're feeling really alone. What do you need from me right now that will help you know that I'm here with you? I just need a hug. Come here, let me give you a hug. After the hug, babe, why were you feeling so alone today? What happened? What is not okay when you say something like, I'm feeling really lonely, is somebody giving reasons why they don't think you should feel lonely. or twisting it back around and telling you they thought you were an introvert and liked being alone, or getting mad at you for feeling that way because they've been in physical proximity to you all day. Statements like that cause you to want to defend, explain, convince them. And as soon as you've started to do that, the value of your want and need starts to drop because it Value has now become external. It's become dependent on whether or not the person you're talking to values it. What I want you to understand is that you having a need, you having an emotion that you're wanting to have addressed, you having feelings that you want to respectfully express is valuable in and of itself, and nobody external can add to that value or take away from that value. Your job is to not give away that power, not allow somebody else to dictate the value. If somebody does not want to value and respect what you're experiencing, they are not the person to be sharing that with. As soon as it gets into the type of situation where you're having to argue with them to care or defend where you're coming from, you have already lost. Now, to be clear, they don't have to feel what you feel, and it doesn't even have to be a situation where they would feel what you feel if the situation was reversed, because everybody is allowed to be different. What does matter is that they care or respect that that's your experience. I want to say right here, there is a difference between them adding their perspective versus dismissing where you're coming from. So let's look at this. Let's say you come home from a social event and you say, wow, I felt like John was really rude to me today. They could say something like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you had that experience. What made you feel like John was being rude? I missed it. And you might explain that he made a joke about your outfit. And your partner might say, oh my gosh, that's so John. He actually does that to all of his friends. It's annoying, but it actually means he likes you. That's not an argument with your feelings. That's still an acknowledgement of how it felt to you. With some added perspective, that can maybe help you see the situation differently. However, if they say, oh my gosh, get over it. That's just John. Or, well, I didn't hear him do that to you. Those are not helpful. Those are not appropriate conversations to be involved in. If you are noticing that you are having unhealthy versions of these conversations, 
there are a few things that you can do. One is ask your partner to rephrase what they're trying to say to you or ask them, what's your intention behind saying that? Because maybe they just have a really bad habit of using unhealthy language. Side note, if their response is, they're just trying to get you to not feel that way anymore, that is not a healthy response. If it's not simply poor communication habits, what you can do if you're finding yourself in these types of conversations where you're often having to defend or explain what you're feeling and experiencing and why it's valid is to make sure you are not preemptively doing this. I know a lot of you do this. You're anticipating the pushback, and so you preemptively show up with the explanation. And instead of just saying, hey, can I have help? you immediately go into all the reasons why. Stop doing that. You're actually encouraging the behavior we're wanting to stop when you do that. Simply the fact that you asked for help is enough. Simply the fact that you expressed an emotion is enough. No other words are necessary. Here's a little phrase. I want you to learn. I'll explain after. You see, if you're asking for help, or you're asking for some care to be given because you're in an emotional state you don't want to be in, they can take care of that need without knowing why. The why is not necessary to fulfill the task. They don't need to know why before they handle the dishes. They don't need to know why before they give you a hug. They don't need to know why before they meet you for dinner and drinks. They can take that action first. If they do not want to take an action until you explain to them why, and then they get to determine if they think it's valid, stop right there. Do not engage further. Go ask somebody else in your circle for what it is you need. Or at the very least, you take care of you. Your self-esteem, your value is not loose in the wind at the whim of this person's decision of whether or not it has value, whether or not you have value. They either see your value or they don't. They either honor your value or they don't. The second you get into a discussion with them to try to validate, explain, get them to see your side, the second you get into that, your self-esteem is losing value. Now, again, they could just have developed a really bad habit of this. They might just think this is an okay way to operate, and you can help them unlearn these behaviors if they're willing. The first step is you unlearning the behaviors that you do that gets you into this place. If they want to argue or push you or tell you that they don't see why they should if you're not going to explain why, walk away. Even if that means now you're giving the kids a bath and making dinner and cleaning up from dinner, you walk away. Even if this means you're now reading a book in your bedroom while they watch TV by themselves, walk away. Even if this means you're having a spa day by yourself or going out to dinner by yourself, walk away. A hard moment alone with your self-esteem intact is way better than whatever you're going to get when you sacrifice your self-esteem to the mercy of somebody else. So... Either they can see that you intrinsically have value without having to explain or defend, or they don't see you have value, and then you get to decide whether or not this relationship continues 
to have value. Your self-esteem does not need to get hurt in the process. For context, consider you call 911 and you're asking for a fire truck because your house is on fire. And they say, well, are you sure it's on fire? Well, who started the fire? Well, maybe they should put out the fire. But is it really burning up stuff? Is it that bad? Why can't you handle your own fire? But the fire department didn't cause your fire. Could you imagine if they gave you that kind of response? What do they do instead? Help is on the way. I've already dispatched help. Now, tell me what's going on, right? You get the help regardless. Then they ask you to explain. I hope that helps you see how ridiculous it is and how damaging it is when somebody asks you to defend or explain or justify first. It's not okay. Your goal this week is to be in charge of you and you stop your participation in these types of conversations. You can be nice and pleasant about this by allowing them the chance to explain their intent or rephrase, and if they are not coming from a helpful place, you value your emotions and your experience. You create space for whatever healing you need. Engaging with somebody who is not prepared to value and honor you only does more damage to you and your self-esteem. The goal is not to convince them to care. The goal is for you to care enough to walk away from those people that don't care. If you're struggling because it feels like you don't matter unless somebody else validates it, it's time for you and I to have a conversation. So send me a message and let's talk about how to heal that. In the meantime, if you haven't yet, go get a copy of my book, Break the Cycle with Your Mother, Best Practices When Your Past Stands in the Way of Your Success, and go ahead and leave this podcast a five-star review. I appreciate you, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.